Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Elite Rugby Banter. It's a podcast about rugby. I'm your host, Adam, coming to you from Johannesburg, and I'm joined from Cape Town by Alex. How are you? <clears throat> Sorry, I thought you were going to go to Matt first and I had uh, a sip of tea. Um, I'm <laughs> very well, thanks, and how are you? I'm all right, thanks. What uh, what was on the menu this evening um, for dinner? On dinner what? Uh, this evening, we had a bit of pork belly, Ooh. nice and crispy, with uh, spätzle. German, Ooh. sort of a little German dumplings, Ooh. and some roasted beetroot and mustard. Oh, well, I, I, was was nice. a, I was quite chuffed with my Thai green curry. Uh, thanks, Woolies. Um, but yeah, that sounds that sounds delicious. Uh, Matt and George, what, what what was on your dinner menu? Uh, unless you haven't eaten yet. Uh, I haven't eaten yet, and it's probably just going to be leftovers at this rate. It's Sunday. I'm lazy on Sunday evening. And what, what are those leftovers? Um, it's probably ribs from last night. Oh, well, that also sounds rather delectable. Three from three. Very, very, very tasty. But speaking of tasty, uh, we've got an action-packed episode coming up for you, uh, considering we only have two games. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how we did in Superbrew. Ben, he's meant to be back in Mauritius. Uh, he said he would be back now, but we don't he know. He says he'll be... Ooh. He says he'll be there in ten minutes. Oh. He's going to pop in any second. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's, he's going he's gonna to pop in. All right, fantastic. Well, he, he will be here. So... Yeah, let's uh, get straight into the news, starting closer to home, while well, Durban. It seems that uh, the Sharks, they're losing a couple of players. Garth April, who Sport24 described as a star. Bit of a stretch. He's leaving. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, Ben. There you go. Uh, hey, Ben. We, we, we were just about to... Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, that's great. Uh, I was just... I, I flew back. I flew back. I made the Mauritian roads far more dangerous than they actually are, which is very dangerous. They're really pretty dangerous. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, welcome back. How was yeah. your flight? Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, no complaints. Yeah, I was on a nice big plane that had like a nice big touchscreen thing. So I watched. What movie did I watch now? Oh God, I watched a bit of Fantastic. Oh, I watched the. I watched the internship. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Is that the one with uh, Owen Wilson? Owen Farrell. With Vince Vaughn and Owen Farrell. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go work at Google or whatever. That movie's ridiculous. It would be less funny if Owen Farrell was involved. He's a bit too clean cut for that sort of role. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agreed. Like Vince Vaughn would play off him pretty well though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you, Ben. We we did a quick quick run through of what all of us have had for dinner or are having for dinner. Matt's got ribs lined up. Uh, Alex ate some high class pork belly. I've just had some Thai green curry. And uh, you? What, what was on the dinner menu? Uh, I, I haven't had dinner yet, guys. I've I've oh. literally just Shut got up. to the airport, driven home, turned on my internet, and fired up the pod. So you are dedicated, make... Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to have a forage now. I, I think I've heard rumors of bread and ham, perhaps. Quality. Toasted bread, though. Sure. Ooh. Okay. okay, well, I... Yeah, yeah, but it's nice, nice, like, French baguette bread. It's not like some shitty sliced white bread, eh? <laughs> uh, Sounds okay. good. Yeah, fair enough, but... Uh... Yeah, but... Willing to admit that I've come forth in this contest. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, spe- speaking of bread, just to, to go back to Garth April, he's leaving the Sharks. Um, that, that was the new, we've literally just gotten into the news. He's going to go play in Japan uh, for the NTT Shining Arcs. Ross Geldenes, he's returning to New Zealand. Uh, we don't quite know where he's going, but he might get picked up by a, a Metro Cup team. And Michael Clarsons, he is retired. The 35-year-old who began his career with the Free State Cheetahs. He made 64 appearances for them. Uh, he ended up in Durban following stints uh, in England and France with Bath and Toulon, respectively. Uh, yeah, he has announced his retirement uh, from the game. So, uh, cheers, Michael Clarsons. We we knew you well. Did, did he get a ball? Yeah. yeah, he's played for the box. I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was he was pretty good when he was at the Cheetahs. He was like part of that crowd with like John Smith. And um, like also back in the day, no, it was actually before Valila Ruse time. 
Was it uh, probably when Ashley probably when Ashley Johnson was there as well? No, yeah, wasn't uh, it wasn't at the start of Dwayne's career there as well when he was there? Dwayne, yeah, and like Kenny Danilla at fullback, Sorrel uh, and Sorrel Pretorius, his great rival. Yes, yeah, uh, from the Greek Wiz. Um Trying to think who else oh, would have been in that team. Yeah, no, he, he was a decent player. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know if he was ever. He was always a, like a good Super Rugby player. I don't think he was ever international. Yeah, like I, I think he, I think his career went pretty much as as well as it could have. Like I don't think he. Yeah, yeah he, he played for South Africa eight times between two thousand and four and two thousand and seven. So uh, yeah, no, a, a lived career. Uh, but yeah, I don't think the Sharks will be missing Garth April match. Uh, I know he was. I'm one. just curious though. Well, I'm I'm surprised they even hung around because then because once they picked because presumably if uh, little Robert Dupree goes down, then um, Kerwin Bosch will automatically go to ten. Yeah, yeah. So I can't re- I can't really see Garth April. Like I'm as soon just... as they brought as soon as they brought Robert Dupree in, like he like he was probably you know started sniffing around for contracts. Yeah, I'm just curious because. Them announcing that he's going to the Shining Ox at this point makes me wonder if he's going there as coverage for Murphy dropping out. I was, I was, I was also, I was just going to weigh in like that. I think they've the money oh, they saved on the Murphy transfer has opened up. Did well, Murphy drop the Shining Ox transfer because of his own? Well, if he's if yeah. he's if he's found guilty, which by the sounds of it, I would speculate that he's going to have a little bit of a blemish on his on his record at this rate. I think so, they pulled out there. I don't know if they have they ditched him. I can't remember. I think I saw a statement from the Japanese um, rugby football union or whatever that okay. said that they had severed all ties with him or something. Okay, interesting. So you yeah. you so never play for Japan again either. I don't think so. Maybe they. Maybe yeah. I got it wrong. Because it is Possibly. a bit premature. Like he hasn't even been tried yet. Tried it, yeah. But they, like, as Adam says, they don't like scandal. So you bring yeah. scandal. And... You, you excommunicate and whatever, and if he if he rides it out, then maybe he gets lucky. Uh, I don't see any yeah. further news that's popped out, but I mean, it's very possible uh, that that is going to happen. What isn't possible is uh, just moving along. Jordan Tafur, he's not going to make the Super Rugby final against the Lions in Christchurch. He's got a bro- he's got a broken arm, uh, and uh, reserve hooker Andrew Macalio, who's has been back up to Cody Taylor. He picked up a calf strain in training, and he's also unlikely to be fit for the final. He was withdrawn before the semi-final uh, against the Hurricanes, so uh, a bit of a blow uh, for one. For it's a pity well, they, for they got, they got they got Pete Samu, so it's not really uh, you and, know that's pretty like or like. And uh, what's the other X name? Uh, the other six? He's, he's very solid. He's not actually an eight though. Samu, so I mean, uh, Tapu is more than eight. But they they'll find it. That they'll yeah, Tapu is. Well, yeah, and, and, Kieran, and Kieran reads back, so that's really yeah. not the end of the world. I mean, it's Matt Todd. That's and... not the end of the world, but you, you feel bad for Tafua, because, I mean, in Kieran Reed's absence, he's been a solid number eight for the Crusaders. Mm-hmm. You uh, almost wanted to see him see him in the final just because he's done so well this season for them. Yeah, well, no, well he'll, still, he'll still get whatever yeah, the Crusaders He'll be around. They're also sweating. Sure be a... uh, so, sorry to interrupt you, Ben. They're also just sweating... On the fitness of Ryan, the king of intangible cross, he, he left the field in the 73rd minute uh, for a head H-I-A. injury. Yes, that's right. So they're going to oh, monitor every week. He had this year. He should be like, come uh, on, like, are they just taking piss at this point? He's had HIAs and rib problems. I think he's got like half his ribs are just baby powder at this point as well. <laughs> you can actually see the badge he has on his ribs, and it just looks like he has like one massive ab. Which he might. Maybe that's the key to his success. <laughs> Just an ab. <laughs> one pack. Uh, yeah, so look, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the final uh, a little bit later on. So that's from that. Just a very quick update on the point scoring charts. The leading point scorer in Super Rugby this year is Bernard Foley, with 223 points at the moment, followed by uh, Robert Prep, 215, Damian McKenzie, 177, then Elton Yankees, 165, then Nicholas Sanchez, 161, um, so that's wait one two three four five yeah that's the top so five. Try scorers. So the only one in the top five. The only one in the top five in the final is Jainchi's. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, Moanga as one hundred and thirty three. He would have most definitely been higher if he hadn't missed yeah, the, uh, a third of players, the season. He hadn't cracked his jaw. Yeah, he probably would be leading yeah. that. Uh, try scorers. Yeah, Ben Lamb. Yeah, Kevin Kitchoff. 
Uh, try scorer is Ben Lamb. He's, he's leading the way with 16, and then George Bridge 15, and Danayavar also got 15. Is well Flower 11. He, he, he got that he got that sneaky little try like the the yeah, Crusaders to defeat that. Yeah. And then I think when he scored, it's like oh fuck, like that might have cost George Bridge the the record or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they were tied. Yeah, they were. Um, Malcolm Marks, he's got 11. Uh, and then you've got Pafeli yeah. Delgai, Naholo on 10. Then Marty Banks, the greatest fullback in Australian history. Lamapi and Joe Maddox. So Malcolm Marks is the only forward in the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve players. He's the only forward. How many? How many? How many does Amanaki Mafia have? Because he he got a lot of meat this year. I'm only yeah. seeing so uh, only runs from sixteen to nine tries, but he can he probably probably pick uh, up five or six. So like, um, Muffy probably, I think Muffy eight. leads the competition in run meters. Actually. Yeah. Sure, because he gets so many run meters. He fields. He does that classic number eight. Drop back to field the kicks, but then he, instead of passing it off to be kicked back, he just Rampage. runs like 40 meters. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he, he gets a lot of run meters. But I don't know how many tries he's actually scored. I'd say it's only about eight or so. Oh, it's, it's, not it's quite pretty good. solid. Part, but... No, that's pretty yeah. good. But like, yeah, I mean, uh, said Marks is on like 10 after this weekend, um, and he had a couple of weeks off. And he's probably going to score four next week. So yeah, he's going to be right up there. Uh, right. Mark Swanzo, you've surely you've got it. Um, I, I don't know. Mark Swanzo, a lot of. I mean, how many of these are team tries where it's from the rolling more? Probably at least uh, six. Six of them. Six, yeah. six of the yeah. eleven. Which no, no, but, but, but sorry, there's often still like no, no, when, he, when he breaks, it's it doesn't just fall yeah. over the line. Like, no, no, often no, no, he yeah. like like no play actually finish that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright, well look, uh, just moving on I think look, this came out uh, during the week Ashley Johnson uh, We all we all know him He's now, I think he's a, he's a hooker, right? Uh, he he is available, he will be available For the start of the premiership season Despite receiving a sixth month ban For failing a drugs test The 32 year old convinced <laughs> I like the word convinced uh, An independent panel that he mistakenly consumed His wife's dietary supplement Before failing the test On 7 February his ban has been backdated to February, despite Johnson playing four times for Wasps since then. And it's a hydrochloro... T-H-I-A-Z-I-D-E... Tiazide? Whatever it is. Wait, let me find uh, it for you. Was, was, yeah, it was found in his urine in an out-of-competition test. Uh, Johnson said, I was horrified when I got the test results. And once we tracked back and worked out, I had inadvertently taken the wrong tablet... I completely accept that I'm responsible for <laughs> how do you everything. Track, how do you track back to that? Uh, I don't know. And he was provisionally suspended no, on well, 16th no, but, but, March. But, but, but I think they take the blood, and then you'll only get your result like eight weeks later or whatever. So you kind of have to, oh, shit, okay, so they took the blood there, and then you kind of have to say, okay, why was this, why was the abnormality at that point? So you would have to kind of work back, I would guess. Yeah, yeah but I mean, if he knew there. at the time that he'd taken the wrong pill... They then didn't you can be like, know. actually, shit, the, 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 now that I think about it, I did take a, a pull by mistake like two months ago. But if you took it by mistake and you didn't realize, you can't figure that out two months later. All right? But but, but I, I would guess it is legit because they must be able to monitor the the amount of the, the substance in his blood. It's so if you were consistently taking it, they would be able to say, actually, sorry, this is bullshit. You've actually had four bottles of the stuff. This isn't just a <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because it, he got pinged for taking a diuretic, which is, I mean, makes him piss. So it only it's only really an issue for athletes as supposed to who make trying to cut weight and so forth. Which uh, yeah, like, it, like the fact that rugby players that rugby players are being tested for tested for diuretic. But yeah, I think it's just because it's it's more broad sports code. Yeah, but yeah, I think banned substance is banned substance. So anything that would give you an advantage in any sport is banned in all sports. It's quite interesting, um, because my sister was saying, she's being a pharmacist, that that particular substance he tested positive for is the, for uh, hypertension, you know, uh, blood pressure and all that. It's the first thing that you get prescribed. So I mean the clinics, all of it. It's the cheap. It's not. It's not necessarily the cheapest, but it's your first line, blood pressure medicine. That everyone. So everyone who's on blood pressure meds is more than likely taking this banned substance. Oh. 
Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we're in awe. Yeah. In awe of, of it's really weird. Aren't many 55-year-old fat men playing professional sport or the, the doping yeah, commission would have a football day? Huh? It's interesting. It's just interesting that the, the banned substance is outside of, you know, sport, that the banned substance is pretty much prolific. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, like, I, I think that's, that's the case with the laws. I think they have to be so careful about any anything they put in their bodies, though, these mm-hmm. guys. Actually, yeah. actually, I lie. Ryan Lochte got pinged, pinged yeah. now last weeks or month. Uh, or so. It's, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like if you're if you're a professional athlete, especially in a team sport where you have like a team doctor or whatever, you shouldn't yeah. be taking anything that isn't like personally handed to you. Really. Like I know yeah. that like if, who was it who said they took flu medicine that their mom had given them, um, like a few years ago. Warned. Yeah, and one like, get yeah. the Ashley Johnson thing as well. And took his wife's weight loss pills yeah, or something like, as well. Just yeah, when Shane Warne was like, a fatty, like I could see why he would take yeah. he would take weight loss. No offense, no offense if you're listening, Shane. You one hell of a leg spinner, but yeah. you were chubby at times. Agreed. So uh, look, Ash, Ashley Johnson's no no sprightly figure himself, to be fair. Yeah. Someone yeah. someone who who isn't going to be sprightly is Warwick Lance. He's been ruled out for two months. How's that segue works? Due to a shoulder injury. Uh, he did start the last, the Bills' last Super Rugby game uh, and was included in the Springbok training squad, but he suffered a shoulder knock and will be out of, out of action, as I said, for two months. He will miss the most of the Rugby Championship campaign. Uh, he, this will, he's joining Sibu Nkosi and Travis Ishmael. Well, Ishmael, uh, not much of a lot, if you ask me. They all ruled out. So, a bit of a knock. I know we were busy debating on the group, guys. Who replaces him in the squad? Uh, there are shots of Yankees and uh, Bosch, the Conrad... Uh, Conrad Bosch? That's not right, is it? Cohen. Yankees. Cohen, Cohen. What, no, Yankees? Sorry, sorry. Who said Yankees? No, 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 sorry. I'm thinking about Dylan Lades. Please forgive me. Sorry. Yeah, Lades, <laughs> and You are Bosch all over the show, there. Adam. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know how I got from, from uh, Lades to Yankees. It's a bit of a stretch. I don't know why I was thinking no. about Yankees. Maybe I want Yankees to not make the squad. I don't know. Maybe it was a Freudian slip. Who knows? But, yeah, who, who, who's the backup? Uh, 15. Very unlucky for Galantz. He's just getting started in, in cementing his place in the squad. So who takes his place? Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's important to remember that this is in the context of two other pretty big injuries to Sabun Corsi and uh, Travis Ishmael, right? Uh, I, I'm, so, I'm just okay, going to so interject. Ishmael's not a big injury, if you ask me, but uh, moving on. No, no, no. Sure, I, I agree <laughs> with you on that. But like, I just mean in terms of the squad for, for the yeah, incoming... Specialist tour. 14s or whatever, yeah. 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 So well, we, did, we now have like, this really big gap at the 14-15 slot. Um, yeah. Which is why I think I was says, I said on the group earlier, Dylan Lads is in my mind the only fourteen slash fifteen in South Africa yeah. that's close to test level. But we also, have, of course, have to remember that it's coinciding with a pretty good uptick in form for Ron Combrink. So oh, that's, that's, there's a good chance that I reckon. I reckon, but I, the thing is, I think Combrink will be brought in to replace Corsi, and then maybe Lads brought in to replace Gallant. I think, yeah, Gleitzer was probably the best like-for-like like for Gallant. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. Um, I, think, I think Kerwin Bosch will play, though. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Kerwin yeah, Bosch well, well, pulled up instead Simi of Gleitzer. Uh, I, mean, I mean, he's the sports guy for City Press. Seems like they only have one. But I mean, he just made thought, the interest. He just for a second, I thought you were about to punch someone from like the border bulldogs. I was like, I no, was solid. No, 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 no. Uh, but he, <laughs> but he, he just made the interesting point. I don't think he's wrong. Uh, that Bosch has kind of fallen off the radar in a sense. Like last year, the year yeah. before, he was the vindicant that everyone was thinking, oh shit, here he comes. Um, but he's kind of fallen off the radar. Look, he's bl- he's ha- he's had a solid season. Uh, but as I said in our group earlier, I kind of feel like he's the new Pat Lambie. Yes, he's got a cannon of a boot, more pace, but he's a sort of oak that will forever be sandwiched between what's his best position, 15 and 10. My personal feeling is 15. Um, I know his work under the hard ball isn't great, nor is his defense. He hates you for that comment. I know. And he, his Twitter handle has literally got the number 10 in it. So uh, he sees himself as a fly half. I just think he's a better 15, but... Uh, yeah, what? Is 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 Zane Kirshner still knocking around? <laughs> no, 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 it's time. It's time. No, yeah, I think no. got a bit of jet lag there. I was, I was, I was chatting with my brothers about this, and I would be happy to have Zane back in the fold. 
Under, he's great um, under the heart of clown shoes. No, he's going to be. No, that's I'd rather I'd up. rather have Andreas Kutsia than Zane Kirshner, and that's saying something. You do. I need to have another. I need to have a conversation with other Adam and Adam Matt. Yeah. Because I don't know what kind of poison they've been spilling into your ears, Ben. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Fuck Sideshow Bob. He's not allowed in near the box jersey again. <laughs> Hey, look, he was great when he was there, all right? And I was going to call him that, but oh, I didn't, out of, res- out of respect, Matt. That's a very disrespectful look, comment. I'm allowed to talk shit on him. He's a local boy. You know, I've got free rent to talk shit on local boys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're allowed to talk shit on the guys in your... Uh, in your in your uh, geographical vicinity. Uh, right, also, yep. in, in well, I'm, I'm going to move this along <laughs> to... John Mitchell, he's reportedly uh, he's reportedly asked or requested 90 million rand from the Blue Bulls. I don't know where the fuck they're going to get that. Bought to buy new players, <laughs> according to report newspaper and reports and, and the report generally the have best, and the report generally have good sources. Executive rugby and super rugby head coach, uh, he's requested the amounts at a bosperat. I like how they use that outside Pretoria. Uh, what's the new? What's uh, the more political word that we're used to now? Lakotla. I think that's that's the same thing. Daba. Yeah. Oh, that's old Daba. school. Daba is the one that. That's old school. Daba is the one that Alistair Kutsia likes whipping out. Yeah. No. It's it's the Kotla now. That's uh, that's the that's I think that's the term that a lot of a lot of guys in in politics use. Uh, the Bulls, who recently made an unsuccessful attempt to sign Kyle Brink, uh, are reportedly targeting Dwayne Vermeulen, Skulk Brits, Dwayne, excuse me, Skulk Brits, Francois Herber, <laughs> uh, France, Jean Luc Dupre, and uh, Juan de Sile Similani. Uh, after their loss to the Lions at Ellis Park earlier this month, Mitchell said the union would have to change its recruitment policy if it wanted a challenge for the Super Rugby title. Let me just quickly read through a quote. Jean, Jean, I'm sorry, Jean-Luc Dupria. Yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. We've got a very good process and very good system. Well, not Jean-Luc Duplessis, Jean-Luc Dupria. Dupria, yeah, Dupria. We're going to have to recruit. The, the, the guy who's the son of the Sharks coach. Yeah. <laughs> We're going That's to have fucking to his twin playing with, and playing with his twin and other brother. Yeah, we are going to have to change our mindset from quantity to quality and create two teams of super rugby quality to be able to manage workloads and injuries. We need to stop exposing youngsters to this competition too quickly and relying on youngsters who just can't handle this competition, uh, relying on a handful wow. excuse me, of test players and expect them to last the full season. Mitchell apparently also asked the board for a defense coach for next year's super rugby tournament. Technical analyst John uh, William Mayer will perform the role during this year's Curry Cup. And report claims that Mitchell's request did not go down well with some members of the board. The question of the team's performance in Super Rugby, the Bulls finished 12th on the overall log with six wins from 16 matches. Uh, so yeah, John Mitchell doing what he does best, ruffling feathers, eh? Out there at the, the, in Pretoria. Yeah, that's I wonder, pretty I strong stuff. Pretty I mean, that's basically though. throwing the entire current squad under the bus and being like. He's basically just passing the buck and saying the team that you guys gave me to play with isn't good enough. Sounds like and I really demand good. that you buy you buy me a better team that's up, up to my standards. Because like I mean, okay, I'm glad he admits that they currently have qu- like quantity over quality. Because I think he's right, but it's a bit of a middle finger to everyone who's there. No, yeah, but also surely a good co- a good coach can can get some talent out of there. Well, yeah. Exactly, and I don't know why. This uh, uh, Two things. I would say at the moment the Bulls. The Bull squad is no more no more or less talented than the Lions squad. 100%. Bar one or two world-class individuals. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah. I, and, I agree with um, that, that, yeah. And okay. what, do you think, what do you think his budget normally is? Not 90 million. Yeah, no, because say, say maybe he's only actually requested, say, like is his budget normally 10 million or is his budget normally 60 million? Because uh, look, obviously that, that would make the 90 million like significant then, like it would sort it, of scale it. I don't, I don't know if they have that much of a budget because they normally their game plan is to get the guys at under 20 level, yeah, and, then and then put all their cash flow into wages rather than I guess what you'd call transfer budget in yeah, football terms. I was going to shame when, them like for... often. Do you really hear about the Bulls like luring someone back? Doesn't happen that often. No, I, no, but I was... how often do you hear about? Only the Stormers really lure people back. No, actually, no one really no. lures people back. Once a player's gone, well, they're gone. Sharks, like Sharks, have to sign like Robert. Sharks have signing yeah, classics. Oh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, but that, that's like a transfer. Yeah, I was going to show. That's them. what I mean. Like they, I don't know how much transfer activity there really is in rugby. It's mostly just 
keeping players uh, if you can. I wish there was more. It would make off season more interesting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's it's difficult reporting on the ten trans ten team. Although, uh, what, we're losing what thirty one players from Super Rugby this year. South Africa or all, 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 right. all, all Super Rugby in total. Oh, that's good. So we get young talent. That's like if we didn't lose players, we wouldn't get Oaks like a Pee Wee coming through and stuff. So yeah. it's fine. Like whatever. I was just gonna shame the yeah. Bills for because I mean they've been uh, in the past renowned for uh, stacking young players and just yeah. buying young players, similar to what Chelsea do and then loaning everybody out, except they just keep them. But then you get guys. Yeah, they don't loan fuck. Yeah, then you get guys like uh, Morris Boschoff a few seasons back, Ronnie Johnson van Riesberg, and there's a couple of others who slip through the cracks, go to other teams, and they do a shitload better because they're just languishing Yo, they surrounded had, by their peers. They had fucked the clerk for a while, the Bulls, yeah. and they just did nothing. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's a bit of, uh, I don't know, a bit of cry wolf, a little bit, if you ask me, but whatevs. Right, let's, let's actually move on to events on the field, starting, I think, with the first Super Rugby semi-final, which saw the Crusaders overcome the Hurricanes 30-12. Gentlemen, uh, Richie Mwanga, isn't he the best fly half in the Southern Hemisphere? I'm not going to say the world, but I'll say yes. Southern Hemisphere. I'd say so. Yes, he is. Yeah. Next, no next one's going to fight you on this comment. No one's going to fight. If you were looking for controversy today, yeah, I, mean, I don't think you if, if, you thought, if you thought you were dropping bobs, you really were. Down <laughs> yeah, well, then, and then, and then, then the next question is, should George Bridge play for the All Blacks? Yes. No. 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 So <laughs> I, I, didn't, I thought that question was going to go differently. <laughs> okay, well, and then tell me this. Why Why does Steve Hansen prefer Bowden Barrett over Richie Boango? Steve Hansen's innately conservative and he'd rather go with something that he knows that works rather than taking a punt on someone. But we actually, we here at Benland, and I hope this part think that that's actually going to be his undoing because he's going to lean too heavily on what he knows and he's going to start missing out on young talent and pissing them off. And then those guys like Ben Lamb and them are going to go overseas and it will slowly erode all black rugby from the inside out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but do you think that they'll let it get that far, or do you think they'll just fire Steve Hansen? Well, they've lost Sapuanko they, already. No, no, but 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 I'm hoping they just have so much faith in Steve Hansen that like they don't actually realize it's happening until it's too late. Out of yeah. curiosity, when's his next? When's his contract? How long is he, does anyone know what his contract looks like? World I'm Cup. gonna assume it's up until after the World Cup. It's World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder Mwanga versus Barrett it seems to me Mwanga can play like closer to the line and do the same things as Barrett Mwanga's try yeah exactly but I mean he he, he can handle a rush defence compared to Barrett like Barrett we've seen when the Crusaders played the Hurricanes twice this season the Crusaders put line speed pressure on Barrett and he's not capable to trust I'm not calling him a flat track bully I mean what was that quote uh, someone took that quote from the Pope and they they pasted over oh, the yeah. uh, the thing about so Richie about Bowden Barrett being the one true fly half and Richie Moore is a flat track bully in Super Rugby, which I think is a lot of lie. But I just think Moore is a more complete player. I think Barrett, God, I'm not gonna say he's a better 15. He is a world class player, and uh, screw the All Blacks for having such two great players. I just think Moore has really come along as the complete package. So uh, yeah, mm. lucky New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I think I've made my feelings on Moanga pretty yeah. well known over the last couple of weeks. No, so. you're, 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 you're Alex, Alex okay. do you want do you want fifteen minutes to just tell us all why why Moanga is the best? Yeah, starting with um, this epic uh, special here. Don't need need fifteen minutes, but um, yeah. I thought I'd take the I thought I'd take take the safety off then, just give you fifteen minutes to run. <laughs> Look, as as his name suggests, he he can grow a mean mustache. Um, I think that's quite important when you're on tour. Um, and then, you know, obviously his goal kicking is not something to sneer at. Um, his line speed is not quite as, as quick as Bowden's, but it's like a lot more incisive. He seems to find like a bit of space closer to the line than Barrett does because a lot of Barrett's line breaks have come with a bit more space, which you don't always yeah, have. Normally in the middle of the and, yeah, and that's that's kind of the root of why Barrett struggles behind a retreating pack because it shuts down his space and he needs a bit of space to operate in, which Mwanga kind of doesn't. 
he's not a big guy, but I mean, he holds his own at the collisions. Like he's he's pretty solid defensively, I think. Um, good at all areas of kicking. He's also got the crossfield kick in his arsenal, just like uh, just like Bowden does. So, for me, he shouldn't be on the bench. Like he he's a starter. I don't think he offers that much as a utility player in the last 20 minutes or something like that. I think he's just the guy you want to keep on the field for the first 60 minutes with the scoreboard ticking along. Um, yeah, he's got a bit of gas. He chased down... Who did he chase down? Uh, uh, Perifita, mm. I think two weeks ago. And Perifita's pretty quick. And he Richie Mo chased him down, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, and like he's just got temperament. Like he's... the you know, I think it was Matt who said a while ago that there's a saying in New Zealand, you, you pick the, the Christchurch fly half for the All Blacks. And, I mean, it's obviously a bit of a meme, but the reality is that they know how to win. And they've done it back-to-back, or well, they're doing it back-to-back, I think. Um, and there was a stat just now about uh, in the last 36 games, the Crusaders have lost only three. Yeah. Which is stupid. What, I think Moanga's lost... He's or rather, let's put it this way: he's won 22 out of his 23 appearances for the Crusaders. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. He's um, like, yeah, it's like that that uh, Irish guy who's who just started his career and until the Irish tour had never lost a professional game of rugby. Hmm. It's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, just but look, it does help that he has a almost all blacks forward pack and even a back line. I mean, you got a guy like Bryn Hall who was so so at the Blues, goes, goes across to the Crusaders and seems to fit in like a glove, relegating Mitchell Drummond, a very good, a very decent nine, uh, to the bench. Then you have Moanga, and then you've got Ryan, Mr. Intangible Crotty at 12, Jack Goodhue, up and coming, definite, uh, I see him being, being a staple in all blacks midfield going forward, though. Uh, we all know that I do love DDO too. Then you've got a guy like Seth Tamanavali, I know he's going to France, he provides the broad and bulk, um, and he can shift into midfield if he can on the one wing, George Bridge, uh, who's apparently better than Rico, Rico Iwani. Uh, someone said that. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember who. And then, uh, who's playing there in 15? Uh, you got Dag. He's, Havili. Havili played for most Havili. of the season. Oh, he's been there. Yeah, 15. He, that's actually been their worst. I mean, they've been fine. Their 15 has been fine. It's actually been their worst position, if that sounds, if that makes any sense. Uh, their 15 uh, yeah. they've, fine. What they've done is they've just played a. The F-15's just been a sweeper this entire season. They haven't no, needed anything no, outside true. of a 15 all season. No, that's true. Look, their pack's magnificent, yeah. and the Hurricanes again found that out. Uh, though Ben Lamb, I did, I did like his try, you know, showing showing some pace and power. The score at the end was quite quite sweet. Yeah. I just To be honest, like I think the Hurricanes have been so, so disappointing <laughs> this year, this whole year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, let's not forget yeah. that they, they began the competition with the loss in, the, in round one to the Bulls of all teams, like yeah. Loftus but then on the road. Beat, but then they, they, they beat the Crusaders at home. Yeah, but they had, let's, to be fair, it was the first uh, game, so it wasn't that they were fighting, that they were leaving early or Sunday evening quickly after playing a game to get yeah. to Pretoria for the week. They they got there early. So no, look, as, really... as Adam points out, they, they're the only team that that has beaten the Crusaders this year. Actually, the, I think the um, Highlanders did two. I think the, the Crusaders oh. have lost twice this year. Oh, sorry. Okay, my mistake. But yeah, they, they beat the they beat the Crusaders, which is obviously no small feat. But I just... I don't know. None of them have really stepped up for me. Um, I was going to suggest for next week, maybe we we put together like a, a disappointment 15. Oh, yeah, done. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, so we can discuss that. But like, I reckon they're going to be a good few crusade, uh, uh, hurricanes in there. You know, do you know who just... my disappointment is? Via Fafita. Yeah. Have you even yeah. heard his name this season? Nah. Yeah, and I mean, like, at the end of last year, he was like the breakthrough All Black. Mm. And they were like, this guy's the next best thing for the All Blacks. And, and he him and nothing this whole year. And him and Fatty Loafer were basically trading, trading names for the least airtime on rugby. Yeah. Well, I'm so yeah, the Canes were just really poor, and I don't know, like I, don't, I like Phil, Phil and I were discussing it yesterday, trying to figure out where they've gone wrong, and I mean the closest we could get is basically to point out that ever since they lost Matt Proctor, the <laughs> undisputed best center in the world, uh-huh. um, it's just gone downhill for them. So I don't know, maybe that's it. I was gonna say something else, but I unfortunately have forgotten. But yeah, the Crusaders, they march on and uh, 
to stay if they're favourites for the final. They're playing at home. The first home final, I think, since 2008 is stating the obvious. Uh, they are massive, massive, massive favourites. Just to put in context of how much better they were, they finished top of the log with 63 points. The next best person was 51. So, in a way, they're almost like 20% better than everyone. I mean, they deserve to be in the final, and I'm glad the final is there, given the uh, stupid conference format. I, I know some more players have come out this week stating that we should get rid of the conference format. That's well-trodden territory, so we're going to avoid it. There's a very quick side sideways uh, step. Sorry, that was terrible. I, I forgot to mention <laughs> uh, Big Carl. He's choosing the Blues over the Chiefs. I forgot to mention that. And the Highlanders. Yes. Carl, um... Tuina Kafe. Tuina Kafe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> He's chosen the blue. Just call him the Lorax, Adam. Just call him the Lorax. Can I call him Big Carl? Isn't that okay? Nah. The Lorax. Well, it's anyway, uh, just to quote you, Matt, you said, and I quote, "He's going to save that team." So that's a heck of a pull for the Blues. Uh, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. They seem to be. They have building individual talent, and he's apparently from Auckland. He's got family in the area. So, yeah. yeah, he's going to be contracted to New Zealand rugby until at least uh, the end of 2021. So, a uh, nice one, please. Uh, good job. And the Chiefs also re-signed Angus Tyler Avu, who was out of contract, mm-hmm. actually, at the start of the season, uh, turned into a super rugby fantasy rock. Uh, and Aiden Ross, they both re-signed uh, for, for the season. So, uh, more props, Matt. Didn't they, just put Aiden, didn't they just put Aiden Ross down after he broke his leg like you should do for a racehorse? No, he, he signed through to 2021. So, but he, he he did like literally get injured in the very first game of the season, I think, when he broke his ankle. In April. No, he's one of his early starts, but yeah, it was yeah. early in the season. So, but yeah, you must be happy. I think it was props to in contract. I think it was Tavo who actually broke his leg, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Tavo yeah, fell on him, <laughs> and then the leg just boom, went. Ah, oh, gross. Uh, I <laughs> that sound you made was eerily accurate. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but talking about eerily accurate, uh, Apio Dianti was uh, one of the stars of the show, along with Malcolm <laughs> Marks and Crocker Smith. Uh, when the Lions, uh, they, they did their normal thing of going 14 points down and then managing to come back and beat the Warriors. I was 44-26. Uh, yeah, well, Smith, Marks and Dianti were outstanding. Scored sign of the good try. Uh, Yankees, guy in the ship very well. Uh, I did like Israel for last try, cutting inside. Um, Israel Falao's try made the Lions defense look silly yeah he no, shouldn't have yeah. slipped. No. See, he slipped like <laughs> we, we look like utter shit when he scored that try the problem is <laughs> the problem is they were, they were like you can't even argue that there were missed tackles in that try because no one even tried he just sort of ran around four stationary players I, I think he got yeah. um, handbagged by like a pair of hands once but Oaks were, were nowhere yeah. he, he cut inside and uh, yeah it was uh, gross yeah, but look, uh, at the break, I think it was really at the breakdown and the set pieces where the Lions boss things. Quacker Smith, I won't lie, that first try of his, so some of the tackling was pretty freaking weak. I won't lie. Like, Totolatu, who overall had a pretty decent game, uh, and I think when he went off the Lions, really started to dominate at scrum time before before uh, Fitzpatrick got that yellow card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a weak-ass tackle. But Smith, again, pilfering at the breakdown, second try. Marks, uh, I didn't actually see his one try. I know one was a standard mall. Were they both malls? His first I didn't see his first one. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think it's possible, yeah. I'm trying to remember now. I, watched, I even watched the highlights like an hour ago just to be I was, fresh I was in my mind. I was going to say, like, the, the Waratahs were, were so focused on picking Tony Latu to, uh, to counter Malcolm Marks that they forgot to counter Quacker Smith. Yeah. 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 Um, Quacker Smith for the box, uh, Ben? Um, no, no, uh, he's not. A <laughs> <laughs> Adam turned. Thank you, Adam no. turned to his fellow. Adam turned to his fellow Lions. I have so much time for Quaker, but yeah. I just don't think. I don't think he offers enough. Like he's like no, a. I agree. Yeah. If you pick like a 16th player just to be on the field, it would be Quaker, because he just he does very like useful things, but he doesn't fulfill a role. That's I think that's his sevens shining his sevens pedigree. Yeah, shining too. He was, that sort, of, no, that his, sort of being his, jack of all trades. Yeah, I mean that his performance on Saturday was also a hallmark of a sevens player, like just recognizing space, busting through a one-on-one tackle. Uh, yeah, he is great, but I just he just doesn't fit into the Springbok game plan, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I did like I did but, like uh, Matt. Uh, pardon me for cutting you off, Ben. Tom Robinson's try prop finishing off uh, a, a lovely set move. Uh, that was quite sexy. 
You know. Oh, I hate those stupid little line-out tricky moves. It was so cheesy. <laughs> I love it. Mean, I, I, I don't blame them for, don't blame like for doing it. Of the under-14 Cs or whatever. Like. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know what? You know what? They practiced it all week. They're like, guys, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then, yeah. <laughs> it's such... Like, to be... It, Adam, to be in a line-out when that happens and you're the opposing side, where they sneak past you like that, you just think to yourself, man, fuck. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even... Like it's it's just such a dick move to score that try, but at the same time you actually sort of dig it because it's fun watching them pull off something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't hate them for doing it. I'm just like, oh guys, really? It was who was there was most that one? I think is it McCaw Reed who did it against the Bucks where the uh, no, the yeah. lineup it was McCaw separated. It was, Mc- it was McCall. Yeah. I was through I, the middle of the lineup. I was at that game. Uh, it was McCaw, and that was uh, freaking Depro. I remember when that happened. No, but just, I was somewhat intoxicated like, at the time too. So it, it, those things only ever work once, and yes, you do get the try. <laughs> it's such a shit feeling to be on the other side of that because I mean, how do you, like no one defends that because you don't think of it. Yeah, but doesn't that make yeah. the defending team a bunch of dicks for not being able to recognize <laughs> it if it's like under fourteen C shit? No, yeah, so they they they, <laughs> no, they should have been looking for it because if you watch it again, I think it was. Mark's uh, had like I mean, three guys to cover or something stupid at that when uh, Robertson maybe, slipped past. But like they, they 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 had turned their back on the hooker, which you really never do. Yeah. Because it is it has become fairly common that kind of a move. Yeah, they're a little I don't know. off the front run. No, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's they, they did a different Because the Tars Mall is so well was comparatively very weak compared to the Lions, like uh, Obviously, yeah. they would try some sort of slung in the class maneuver to try score because yeah. they, they weren't going to push them over the line. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. And interesting that Tars, even with Gordon's try, uh, they do love those little balls, you know, just like to mm. create, create little gaps. It's very much a hallmark of oh, your play. The Tars' first 20 minutes were cooking, eh? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And Ed Hanning. Well, they were 14 no Yeah, very much deserved that try. But then the Lions. Oh, excuse me, that's the Thai Green Curry. I've just been, I've been reading through a lot of the press as well. The uh, <laughs> the Australians, gonna have uh, burn, the Australians pretty much admit that they were very much bossed uh, at, at the set pieces and forward play, and they were very much complaining. Not complaining, they just noted that at lock in particular, they don't really have the sort of guys that have grunt. I, I, maybe that's why I signed Rob Simmons, but it is true. You think about an Australian forward pack, you don't really think about guys with the sort of impact that a, a Luke Romano. Uh, does for example, uh, like they say, Rory Arnold. Well, I don't know if Richie counts since I mean they're twins. No, they they don't have it's a different because it's sort of this like Luke Romano, Andres Ferreira, sort of like they even even uh, fucking, no even like someone like Ruan Boerter, who's just like he's basically just weight in the yeah. pack. Yeah. And, and you know he, he'll he'll hit forty rucks a game and like they don't even really get lifted in the lineouts, but they just. You know, if if they're running crash ball, you know they're not going to go backwards. If they tackle someone, you know that person's going backwards. Like, yo, Australia doesn't really produce players like that. They had one, but they let him go to Europe now. Uh, Will Skelton. Yeah, I was going to say, Skelton's the last great sort of bashing luck that Australia yeah. had. I don't know. No, but, no, but uh... Skelton was a bit more sort of athletic than that. Like, yeah, know. but it was <laughs> Skelton, Skelton, Skelton was, um, I think he, he was waste of potential. Uh, he could have been a shitload better. I know when he got to Saracens in a short-term contract, he was cooking, but since then he's been pretty meh. Um, so he's just wasting Yeah, but I reckon he's just, he's just like, like, like some people like that are like in the office or whatever, you know, they sort of hit the ground running to everyone's like, okay, this person can do their job. And then they just like kind of rest on their, their on their is. previous success. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, sitting look, right here, Ben. Don't act like you hit the ground running, Alex. They haven't given you a laptop yet, like. I mean, I, mean, I hit the ground. Then you just you missed that while you was in Kruger. You got while you were in Kruger, you missed that. He got he got internet in his office eventually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Congratulations. Have you got a login? Or do you still have to borrow the cleaning ladies? No, I've got a login. Okay, good job. <laughs> All right. Do you think the ground running is basically like the intro to Mr. Bean episodes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I think, I think, we, should, I think we, should, we, should, we should move on. Right, let's, like just, the... let's just look ahead to the final. I don't think we need to talk about this too much, um, just personally speaking. Uh, I do think, A, the Lions have to fly to New Zealand. B, they're probably facing the most dominant uh, Super Rugby side compared to the other teams in the competition ever, uh, in a sense, given their superiority. I do not see... Actually, wait, before we even get that far, I just want to quickly do a quick shout-out to Apiru Diante. Uh, as I know, we were talking about Rugby 08, Putting, putting Rugby 08 out of nowhere. That was a smoking hot try. And um, it just, I mean, we all know about how good he is individually. He started off the season terrifically well, where he was a bit of an unknown quantity. And I kind of felt like the mean got adjusted, where other teams were adjusting, thinking, okay, we know about Deontay, we know what we could do, we need to watch him out. And now that people have adjusted, he's adjusted again, finding new ways to be effective, to use his pace, his kicking, his skills. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he gets me very excited. Like, I, I mean, people have stood up to challenge him, and he's showing Habana-esque skills. You put it that way. I was uh, going to say, everyone was, that's what everyone was saying. That I saw online, yeah, everyone was saying. His try was shit hot. Yeah. But like, it was oh, vintage Habana. Like, right behind oh, no, I was going, wow. But when he just he went put, round... He put the little oh, juicy on as well. Yeah, oh. a little... Oh, <laughs> So yeah, I just no, it's pretty, I, I would have liked to hear, have been listening to Australian commentary when that happened because, oh, it would have been magical just to hear them, you know, just sucking air and eating sour grapes. Or... I reckon, I, I reckon you had dead air. There was just dead air. There was that emergency broadcast signal just going, <laughs> going on Fox in you Australia. Know, just, you know, when, uh, when North Korea, like the first ever like outside team, broadcast was them playing like Spain or Brazil or something in the World Cup yeah. and then they, they were like 4-0 down at half time then the broadcast just cut and then the news announcer came on like 40 minutes later saying yeah we actually won the game 7-4 or whatever <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened in Sydney <laughs> no, the Waratahs have just gotten this message from from Australia, uh, the Australian government just don't come home for another week TVs are off for the next week and just we'll just pretend you won by the next week you I was actually, I was, I was obviously in Joburg this morning, and I saw a personalized number plate, Iceman 3, so I just oh. presumed it was Foley, so I presume he's still around at least. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, of them to, nice of them to send his car over for him. Yeah. Uh, well, I presume he has a car that he travels to. Uh, just, just a quick right. question. What, what, um, uh, gosh, I, I keep forgetting. He's, uh, Deontay's at 11, right? Or is he a 14? Yes. yes. Uh, how much better? Like, who's next? Next in line behind him? Probably Mukdimpi. Yeah, but how big is that gap? It's massive. Uh, I don't know. In what, the space of one season, uh, he seems to be out and away by some distance. The clear uh, jersey holder yeah. at number eleven. All of a sudden. Uh, I'll like say. It's, I'll say. It's school school Swan is still. School Swan is probably still in the mix of four. Uh, yeah, that injury did him no I mean, favors. He was the, really unlucky. At the moment, sure. like Scorson, I mean, he, okay, so he also scored yesterday, but I mean, he must have been watching and been like, shit, you know, this kid's like got his jersey. Yeah. Scorson's try was, uh, I love Scorson's try because that cross he, kick, because you see, he st- he catches it flat footed because he sort of overruns the kick and then realizes and just sort of stands dead. You see him sort of plant himself yeah. and almost takes the mark for like a cross kick. No, yeah. well, and Deontay went off at half time for Scorson, eh? So I, yes. I think. No, it, wasn't Deontay it, on. Like, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Scorson starts in the final and Deontay goes on at half time. Yeah, it's one of those mm. good problems um, to have. Yeah, but... Yeah, but it does seem like they, they have, like, some sort of. Like, there's an arrangement there. So, uh, oh, I hope Deontay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, well, let's let's look ahead to to the final, guys. Do the Lions have any chance? I mean, I mean, they they do have a chance, but let's be realistic. Uh, do they really have any chance? They've really traveled to New Zealand for a final once. Uh, they've lost to to the Hurricanes, unfortunately. I just um, I don't know. I just is, they, they, I just is don't this see on the charm, Adam. I just uh. I just my concern is that the Lions their forward pack when they get going um, they can cook especially Malcolm Marks but the Crusaders to me are a bit more of a complete side and the Lions will leak points uh, the Crusaders defensively are better than the Lions I think that's the major difference Adam yes. Adam 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 it's coming home <sighs> <laughs> 
Ben, doesn't it have to be home at some point first before you can say it's coming yeah. home? <laughs> did you did you cook? The, were you thinking it's on the coming plane? Home. <laughs> were, you, were you thinking about that on the plane this whole way here? Have you have you been cooking up that line for, for like for hours? <laughs> yeah, basically. Marinating <laughs> like in like in massive. I'm worried because <laughs> the one thing the one thing Adam said that you said earlier is the Lions did typical line things and went down by two tries yeah. and came back for the comeback. The Crusaders are the one team that that doesn't work. No, no, against. but it, it, nah, have, they'll turn nah, to a 20 nah, point deficit. Nah, 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 nah. It's coming home. Uh. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it is, it is. It's coming back to Christchurch. Where I think it's been its most resounding. I'm, I'm sorry, but I think Super Rugby's... The, the Super yeah. Rugby title home is officially Christchurch. I think Christchurch might be the home of Super Rugby. Yeah, and in the coldest, no offense, in, the coldest no in the coldest stadium in the competition. Apparently, like the conditions the wide, there are the wide Crockett Stadium. Yeah, the the wide like Croxilla. That's that's the home. No, no, no. We discussed this. Croxilla. He's not allowed to have. There's only one Godzilla, and that's Mzee Somaki. So Croxilla, you I'm dropped actually, Adam. I'm actually gonna. Much like the Crusaders dropped him. You know what? You know what? I, I think there's there's one thing that makes me think that it might actually be coming home after all, yeah. and that's Malcolm Marx. Yeah, he's the only rare because it, anyone, I, I anyone honestly think game. the only way it's coming home is if Malcolm Marx produces an identical twin out of somewhere to play on the flank, <laughs> and then and the wing, <laughs> and then the Crusaders get a like a tenth minute red card. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. they, can't they draft I, I, Stephen Kitchoff to break Richie Mongus draw again? Yeah. He's played, technically, oh. technically he's played enough enough, yeah. enough games to count to play in the final. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shame. Uh, but like, yeah. I, honestly, I can't really see it happening for the Lions, but are we doing predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions. Yeah. Oh, wait, gonna, segment call... break, okay. I'm gonna call uh, Crusaders by five, which is uh, really generous, and that's just because of Malcolm Marks. Yeah, I'm gonna say Crusaders by fifteen. This is one step too far for the Lions. The Lions finished uh, fifth slash sixth, wherever it was in the, in the standings, uh, for a reason. That's that the defense is a bit shaky, and I think the Crusaders, particularly Richie Moe, he's gonna punish him. So yeah. Yeah. Ben, uh, is it coming home? It's not coming home, Adam. Um, <laughs> Adam, it's definitely coming home. I'm joking. It's so coming home. Obviously, lies by <laughs> lies by seven. Alton uh, Yanchi's gonna step uh, Richie Mo, then give Havili <laughs> the big hand off, and somehow out with Crotty as well, because Crotty's always there on cover defense. No, um, yeah, re- realistically, I can't. Like a lot of the ball's gonna have to bounce very much in the Lions' favour, and the Crusaders are going to have to do some very stupid things. So, yeah, I can't see. I reckon uh, Crusaders by 15. Obviously, my own Super Brew, I'm going Lions by 15. Well, yeah. no, actually, I'll go Lions by 6 in my own Super Brew. But, ben. yeah, the Crusaders are the only position the Lions are definitely better at the Crusaders at. It's okay. Is, is okay, yeah. Yeah. May, maybe the, the Lions' front row is all right. And I think I think Kutsia is better than Havili. Yeah. Wait. Uh, actually, no. I'm not going to say jump on that yard just yet. But Ben, I'm a disappointed because I went and fetched the coin even because you'd almost your infection you've inf- you almost infected me with hope for the lions. I went and fetched the coin even because I th- originally I didn't think we'd need the coin, but I still don't think we need it because yeah, I reckon Crusaders. You reckon Matt? Matt do you reckon? No. Yeah, it's coming I home mean, to Christchurch. I think it's staying. <laughs> it's staying home. It's never left. Yeah, it's staying home. No, no, <laughs> technically, it, it, yeah, last year it came home from Joburg, I guess. This year it's my stay. It's it's staying on. Do you think they're even going to bother unlocking the trophy cabinet and taking it out, or they're just going to no. sort of oh. the the shots, I, I, the shots I, I, of it? I reckon it's already engraved. Twenty eighteen Crusaders. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. I. I Angus Gardner to do the final. Like, they already knew Waratahs were going to lose that game. Yeah, like, they, like, they, announced that, they announced that like two days before they even played. They're like, ah, it's, it's chilled. Australia's not, we, we're picking a neutral ref already. Australia, you yeah. He is my favorite referee, I must say. I do I do like Gardner. Just a quick, I've locked up pick. 
Crusaders by 15. By the way, guys, I, I snuck in our picks for the semis because I got an email in the morning saying it was a Friday. I can't remember. But I, I made those picks. We need we need left of the Did chance. you not? I wasn't around last, last week. week. No, I wasn't here. No, but yeah, oh, but listen to the episode, so, so, Adam. So, so we grand slammed in the semis. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, we did. What, what did you? What did you guys? What did you guys uh, actually say? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, Crusade. I'm just looking at mine. Crusaders by five and Lions by fifteen. So we uh, were margin point for Lions and Crusaders. Well, you, were... you, you, you knuckleheads left it blank. So. Uh... No, that's because we didn't have the login. <laughs> What did you get another login? I gave Adam, you the login. Adam, I'm begging you. Adam, I'm begging you. Listen to the show. We said we didn't have the login and that we'd, we we were hoping you'd catch it in the I week. I swear to God that I I thought I'd given you the Anyway, I chose seven and seven because I didn't really know. Guys, I, I just want to point this out that Adam's pretty much pointing out that he doesn't listen back to the episode, especially if he's not on. It's probably It's, it's probably the best episode we've ever filmed or recorded. <laughs> really, I haven't listened to it yet. Now I'm quite excited. It's yeah. that good. Uh, I'm, it is that good. I'm keen. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I feel like you guys just dilute the, the the raw talent that Matt and I are producing week after week. Well, I mean, did you did you and Matt just do a two man show, or did you bring in the analyst? Manu and Manu, Ted and Ted. Two man. Two man. I did a brief cameo. I did a brief cameo. I had to go look at houses. So um, talking about we're talking about raw, unfiltered. From hoof to plate banter, Ben. It was that good. It was that like, I, I look forward to not working tomorrow, listening to it's it the instead. the most but organic I, banter you ever, you're ever going to hear in your life. That's I've left my earphones in Joburg, though, so I'm, I'm going to have to go mm, buy a set of earphones <laughs> just to listen to it. So I'm going to have to go the whole morning without listening to it. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> just let uh, the tension build. You'll appreciate it all the more. Well, um, clearly there's a few more optimistic people... <clears throat> You think the Lions can win? Just a quick FYI, 23% of people have backed the Lions to win. I, don't know I think that's, so, Adam, to be fair, so, I think so, that's lofty. Is it, so is it coming home? No. I kind of feel like you say it's coming home. No. If, 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 if the Lions win, um, I don't know. Uh, we need a, a sufficient penalty like Ben hosting. Something like that. Why are you penalizing Ben for the Lions winning? It's like, it's like, well done, your team did well, so you get to host. And my team. I like, I like how, I like how Ben Ben's like, how's that a penalty? And then Matt's like, why are you penalizing him? And in my mind, I was just thinking, that's a bit harsh. Like, <laughs> that seems dispro- disproportionate. Also, Adam, Adam to be fair, the, the, the amount, of, the amount of times you've backed the Bulls, I think officially. Officially, they're your team in Super Rugby this season. The fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, look, that's, that's going to wrap, wrap up our, our chat on Super Rugby. Is there any further business, gentlemen, uh, you, you would like to just do chat about? I, I think we're going to be talking more uh, the Crusaders' inevitable victory next week, and then Rugby Championship is very much coming into focus. We're not quite sure when the box squad will be named, but we suspect very soon. Um let me just see if, I, if Google tells us that. But any other further business uh, you generally want to chat about that's caught you in just on the rugby world over the past week? Yeah, sorry, uh, I've been I'd... a bit in the stick. How was Kruger? So Tell, how was Kruger, been... Ben? Oh, it was, it was really good, but um, I don't really like it. Well, we saw five leopards, which I think is pretty cool. Jesus. Um, that's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah that is very impressive. Yeah, but we, we didn't see, like, I was complaining, or complaining, but, like, we didn't see a lot of, like, I like, like, the little sightings, you know, when you see, like, a little rattle, or you see, like, little, like, a squirrel being chased by a secretary bird, or, like, yeah. we didn't get a lot of that, like, we, you know, we saw, like, leopard, lion, elephant, haven't seen cheetah in fucking years, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but cheetahs oh, are bastards. They lie flat on the grass. They lie on their sides flat on the grass, and you're not going to see them until you're like on top of them. Yeah, I know, but like obviously you just sort of get lucky. But yeah, obviously the the luck isn't working for us. But yeah, definitely anyone anyone listening to the pod can really recommend Kruger. Obviously, try avoid school holidays. Yeah. How how, how was how was camping like? Uh, well, it wasn't camping light because it wasn't Wi-Fi. Ugh, but uh, I'll complain. I don't want to. I have some complaints about my my fellow campers, but I, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna air them just in case they're listening. But yeah. well, if they're Adam, they're not, so it's fine. Yeah, you can complain about Adam all you want. 
Yo, Adam, Adam wasn't camping with me, to my knowledge. No, I, I, I wasn't. Just yeah, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was all right. I like camping, but some in my group perhaps did not like it as much as I do, and that dampened the mood in the campsite. Let's say that. Sorry to hear that, Ben. Ben is jo- is Joe listening now, and that's why you can't speak out loud. <laughs> No, I just, I just, no, I don't, I don't no, want to record for all of time. Like one day, you know, listening back, they're like that fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right, well, uh, on that, Bob Shaw, gentlemen. Um, yeah, that that's gonna wrap it up for this edition of Elite Rugby Banter. Ben, thank you very much for endangering the lives of other Mauritian citizens uh, to be here with us at this special time. Oh, sure. Um, I just want to finish on in this note. It's coming home. Oh, we. Um, to Matt and Alex, the, the I'm going to start calling the two of you the talent. Uh, when I refer oh. to refer to it as the talent, I'm referring to you two, clearly, oh, because you guys rate yourselves. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Who's, who's going to speak first? Who's the band leader? Look, I, I hosted last time, so it's your turn to go first, Alex. What was that? What are we doing? Just say thank goodbye. you. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. Uh, is that you too, man? Fuck. Yeah, me too. I feel like I have to coach that out of him, so I'm worried about the talent now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. right that's just too simple for me. I'm used to like the more advanced stuff. Yeah, sorry. I, 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 sorry. I'll, I'll, ca- I'll catch the low balls from now on and leave you to <laughs> your. I'll, I'll catch the low balls so you can, because you sent you the Quaker Smith of the talent and leave you 100%. to do the Quaker Smith thing. Yeah, you could be the Carl Brink. Yeah, perfect. I like Carl Brink. Uh, right, that, that's going to do it for this uh, edition of Elite Rugby Banter. We will catch you on Sunday. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll confirm if the talent is really a talent. And yeah, join us for next week. We'll be chatting more rugby. Thanks.